Are you considering or going through a divorce and have lots of questions, but not a lot of resources? Join Your Divorce Squad's Ultimate Divorce Webinar on Friday, February 3rd. In one hour, you'll go from, I don't know, to I've got this. Meet your squad. Divorce prep specialist, Alex Beattie. Parenting plan expert, Samantha Boss. Divorce recovery coach, Lee Marie Mazur. And financial coach, Ebony Byrne. These four sought-after divorce coaches have teamed up to make helping women save time and money during divorce easy and affordable. During the webinar, you'll be able to ask each coach questions, learn mistakes to avoid, get tips and tools to make your divorce journey easier, gain clarity, and more. Learn about the event and register at www.yourdivorcesquad.com. Space is limited, so sign up today. Divorce is hard. Your Divorce Squad makes it easier. So I wanted to let those of you who are colleagues or who are out there working to build a business know that I recently launched a new podcast. It's called the Make Money Mediating Podcast. And although it says make money mediating, it's really intended to help you build the successful business of your dreams, whatever it is that you are in business to do. In this new podcast, I share not only my own personal tips from growing and building several new businesses over the years, but also I bring on some of the top experts in all related fields who are going to share their wisdom to help you build that dream business and to achieve success however you define it. Be sure to tune in and listen and let me know what you think. You can find the podcast on all your favorite podcast outlets, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Stitcher, and more. Or you can just go to the website at makemoneymediating.podbean.com. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. When there is a tornado coming, you seek shelter and you find a safe place. For kids, even if it's a gentle divorce, a collaborative, easy, amicable divorce, this is a tornado for them. And their worlds are changing and being flipped upside down. And so they need a safe place to seek shelter. One of those parents has to be that. Better if both, but you know, if one's out there, you know, responsible for ruining the marriage, the other one, in my opinion, should be the one who's like, nothing else matters right now until you're okay. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce, and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process, so listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Okay, guys, today we have a special surprise. Michelle Dempsey Multak is back. She's here with me today. You guys remember Michelle and you know Michelle, but Michelle has been here twice before on Divorce and Beyond, but you also know her. She's the creator and host of the Moms Moving On podcast, the best-selling author of 
Moms Moving On. And now she's the creator of the Moms Moving On coaching method. And she's actually training other people to coach in her very special way. And I happen to know it's a very special way. Michelle is renowned for being able to really help her clients who do tend, I would guess, based on the name Michelle to be moms, right? Yes. And you know, as you're saying this, I'm thinking about the dads who have retained me lately. And I'm I'm really proud of that because I think through my work, you know, initially the dads hated me. I've gotten like really nasty emails, book reviews from angry ex-husbands. But I think now my message has resonated that like, I'm not here as a man hater or an ex-husband hater. I'm here as a, a healthy co-parenting pusher. And I'm so glad that dads are picking up on that now because that is my main message. I've always known that about you. It's in fact, I think the core of of who you are. I, you know, you've been on the podcast before. We've known each other um, for a number of years now, and I know that you have your own history as a child of divorce, strong mom. You know, you learned a lot from, but difficult situation in your childhood. Then divorce yourself with a young child. Bella was two, wasn't she? When. She was two. She was two when we got separated. She's actually eight today. Today's her birthday. Happy Um, birthday, Bella. And it's crazy to me that, you know, from when I separated until now, the growth on both my part and Bella's dad's part, like I was at his house at 659 this morning with balloons to surprise Bella because that's something we can do now. And it's mind blowing to me. And I know that if we can do it, if we could both put aside our anger and our frustration and our emotions about where our marriage ended up for the better of Bella than like anybody can. And, And so powerful that message you just shared there. And that's, you know, go get the book, everybody, or listen to the podcast, but get the book because Michelle very much is able to weave those those stories and those personal experiences and and then the experiences of the hundreds and hundreds of clients she's helped into these messages that really give you the hope and the understanding of being able to have a child-centered divorce and have a child-centered co-parenting relationship, which is something Mm -hmm. that's so important. And it actually is the foundation of why I asked you to come on today. And I really wanted to talk about this. I was, it's a hybrid, I'll call it for my listeners, headlines episode. Um, We're going to talk about two headlines that are just bouncing around all over the place today. But this really, this episode idea came out of a post that Michelle uh, put on her Instagram feed. It was a, it was a great reel and it was, it's funny. It was tongue in cheek about the issue that we're going to talk about, about this case and the headlines. But then I posited just a little like, is this really a good thing or is this, you know, just to try and and elicit maybe a little thought on this topic of the kids and whoo, whoo, you know, people had a lot to people say. People were triggered. Yes, 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 for sure. They were. So first, I'm just going to, I've teed this up here. So just to give a little context, I don't know if we can hear this on there. You can't really hear it, but the song is... It all stemmed from Shakira's recent song that she dropped 
uh, huge. I think I read something like in 12 hours, it had 62 million views and downloads and all these yeah. different things. And so why don't you tell what the post was, Michelle? So the post was a really what I thought. Um, so context for people who don't know, Shakira was married to one of the world's most famous soccer players, Gerard Piquet. It was widely known that she like moved her whole life for him and moved to Spain and raised these kids. And he was not being a very loyal husband and like in very obvious ways and really infuriating to so many women, especially women who have been cheated on. How Shakira found out, and this is what's reported, she did not tell me herself, is she knows her husband does not like jelly, as in like the condiment, and noticed that the jam in her fridge, the jelly was slowly disappearing. And that's how she was able to find out that there was another woman in her space when she was traveling, eating her freaking jelly. So there was a funny reel that I posted of a woman who was like measuring all the amounts of food in her fridge to see like if anybody was coming in and it was tongue in cheek. It did not speak to the music video or the, the words in the song or the situation at all. It was more just something funny. And in posting that and seeing your comment and what transpired after that, there was a a need for this conversation because there are two camps he did me wrong and he did me wrong publicly. So why can't, you know, why can't the the scorned wife go out and be scorned and let the world know? The kids already know what dad did. Why shouldn't she tell them herself? And then there's the side, the co-parenting specialist side, the people who know better side that say, okay, well, what he did was unreasonable. But Shakira then going out there and airing her anger and her laundry in that way could also be viewed as unreasonable because instead of taking a low profile, talking to her kids and helping them through this really hard time, she's being looked at as like, you know, just sinking to his level. Now, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And and I'm sure Shakira has gone above and beyond to try and help her children through this really difficult time. But we also know in the entertainment industry that scandal sells, sex sells, all that stuff. So she couldn't not take the opportunity like Beyonce has and so many other, you know, Taylor Swift and now Miley Cyrus with flowers. But the children, it kept coming back to the children. And as we know, our friend Bill Eddy says, parents need one reasonable parent in an unreasonable situation. And of course, I'm sure she's being that behind the scenes, but her music video has been looked at by people as if she's not. Yeah. And it was, that was what my comment was. And it wasn't really, I don't know much about Shakira and Gerald Piquet's breakup. I actually just before people start sending me emails and stuff, I actually don't think they're married. I think they've been a longtime couple. Um, so I, I don't know that they were actually married. So what they're going through right now is a is a custody situation. It doesn't really matter because they have these two adorable little children. And I just had a question or I posited a question in the comments on that post that, you know, I think we're all always really interested in these who done who wrong stories. And mm-hmm. he 
behaved very poorly. I mean, there's now talk that there's a video or a Zoom call that he was on back when they were very much still a couple. And you can see the new girlfriend in the background of the video, the jams disappearing, how dare she eat her jam. I mean, but it's really that concept of some other woman being in your home so comfortable with your home that she's eating your jam And I don't know where those children were, but perhaps they were in that home, which is kind of a horrifying idea in the first place. Yeah. My question or what I posted was, you know, I wonder as she fires things up by having this record come out or this this particular album come out. I mean, one of the lines is, I only make music, sorry, sorry if it splashes on you. You know, she's she's like, hey, I'm just singing about it. If, if you don't like the outcome, it is what it is. But I think it also then fired up the entire world who's now talking about it incessantly. And there's these two little boys involved yeah, here. Yeah. And I just wonder, and I, I said this to you just before we started taping it, I don't know the answer, but is there a difference? Because we're going to talk about Miley Cyrus and Flowers, which is the earworm of my life. I play that song on repeat now. We'll the talk best, about that. I know. It's like, right? I'm dancing around my hotel room. But I think the big difference between these two cases, which both of them wrote songs that are very empowering, I think, about being betrayed or or not treated well or being able to take back their own power, but one is a mom and one is not. And mm-hmm. is there a difference? And and I am a stepmom, but not a mom myself. And so I wonder from my friend who helps moms move on. Is there a difference when you make decisions about what you put out there in the world? That you yes. that you make when you're when you have children. Yes, I do think that you know if you if your job is to be a public facing person and create art and music or even on Instagram create posts, you have to do it like with the mind. I mean, in my perspective, I do it with the mindset of I'm a mom and I have a daughter, and one day, probably not far from now, she will be on social media and she will see what I post and. Will they hurt her? Will they affect her? Will she feel that her dad is being spoken poorly of? And that's something I really didn't think of for a long time until actually her dad pointed it out to me, like, make sure there's nothing on there that might upset her. And I'm like, I would never talk badly about you personally, you know, and, but it resonated with me. I always think of, you know, when there's a custody battle or, or just even the most benign of divorces, like a tornado, right? When there is a tornado coming, you seek shelter and you find a safe place. For kids, even if it's a gentle divorce, a collaborative, easy, amicable divorce, this is a tornado for them. And their worlds are changing and being flipped upside down. And so they need a safe place to seek shelter. One of those parents has to be that. Better if both, but, you know, if one's out there, you know, responsible for ruining the marriage. The other one, in my opinion, should be the one who's like, nothing else matters right now until you're okay. Once again, I'm not saying Shakira is not doing this. I'm just saying why people are upset and why they're looking at the song in this way. Hey, listeners, did you know that you can now listen to Divorce and Beyond on your favorite audiobook platform, Audible? If you're like me and you love your audiobooks along with your podcasts, this is a great time to check out Audible memberships. They have two levels, Audible Plus and Audible Premium Plus, 
you right now can get a free trial of Audible Plus, and if you decide to subscribe to Audible Premium Plus, you will also get up to two free audiobooks. So go to the links in the show notes to get these special offers, and I'll see you over on Audible. To my colleagues out there who are listening to the podcast, I just wanted to let you know that Mostyn Guthrie Academy, my online mediation and collaborative law academy with Forrest Woody Mostyn, has a full slate of trainings and study groups scheduled for 2023. We have our first advanced mediation training coming up this February. So go to the website at mostonguthrie.com and check out all the different ways that you can study and train with us in the coming year and join the Mostyn Guthrie family. And as a special for Divorce and Beyond listeners, if you put in the code DB50, you'll get $50 off the cost of a training or study group. Stay tuned for more as Michelle and I discuss our thoughts on empowerment versus co-parent bashing and the impact of a victim mentality. My coaching method is not the type that seeks revenge or focuses on one person as being solely responsible for the demise of a marriage or lets my client sit in like pity or victimhood for herself, right? Like we're trying to empower and move past that. And the more we focus on what somebody has done wrong, the less we can focus on ourselves, in my opinion. If you are finding this episode helpful or insightful, check out all of the episodes in the archive with America's favorite parenting expert, Christina McGee. Christina has so much to share that will help you keep your children at the center of your divorce, but not in the middle. To make it easy to find all her episodes, you can go to the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com and click on the menu option for divorce topics and then select divorce and children. And now we return to today's show. I know nothing about the situation between Shakira and Gerald Piquet, other than what you read in the news, which I know better than to listen to, or, you know, having seen how that can be, shall we say, twisted for the uh, the clickbait headlines. It, it, that's one of my pet peeves. One of the responses that I found interesting to the comment I made was for many people, well, he's he done her wrong, so she has every right to do him wrong. Yeah. And it's the two yeah. wrongs, do two wrongs make a right is what I said. And, and you came in and said, no, they definitely do not. And that's just how I feel. You know, there are plenty of people who wouldn't hire me as a coach because my coaching method is not the type that seeks revenge or focuses on one person as being solely responsible for the demise of a marriage or lets my client sit in like pity or victimhood for herself, right? Like we're trying to empower and move past that. And the more we focus on what somebody has done wrong, the less we can focus on ourselves, in my opinion. Many people will not be happy with this conversation. Many people love that she was able to go out there and say what she said because it it helps them process their own anger and grief for any infidelity they experienced. And I understand that. And I'm sensitive to that, you know, but something I learned from my mom when she was very humiliated in what my father did to her, which was brutal and not just one woman, but many. And, and my mom was in the dark for many years when everybody else seemed to know. She never said a word about it. She kept her mouth shut and like kept on trucking because her win was not getting him back. It was 
taking care of her kids. So that's, I mean, that's where I come from. Yeah. Well, and you just said something that I think is so critical for people to just think about. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's, you know, everyone has to adopt it, but there comes a point in time where I think there's a fine line between empowering yourself by dwelling on the wrongs that have been done to you and the this, this staying sort of embedded in your victimhood. There are two types of people after divorce, and you know this, the people yeah. who are just, you know what, this happened, it sucked, I'm in pain, but I'm ready to move on. And then there are the ones who 20 years later can't be in the same room because they can't move past their pain. Yeah. You know, like what good does that serve anybody? But I do have to say, Shakira, in case you're listening, Shakira and my mom are from the same city in Colombia. I grew up on her. I love her. I think she's wildly creative and has the deep emotional side that she taps into for her music. So I'm not at all surprised that she did this. And I'm not surprised that people are looking at it the way that they are. I just wish more people understood that from the child's perspective, like, you know, I can imagine them growing up and being like, all right, dad was a dick, but my, you could have like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like you, you could have toned you it down. You're, you're, you know, yeah. Right. And, and And that's where I think, Somebody said, well, the kids don't listen to her music or they won't be reading the newspapers. Not yet. But the kids at school sure will hear it and their parents will be talking about it. And that's another layer of difficulty that they have to deal with in their little lives, you know? Yeah. I mean, they already have Shakira and one of the best soccer players, football players in the world as their their parents. <laughs> They're already, you know, subject to a huge public scrutiny. But this exacerbation, perhaps. And, and you know, we're talking about this on this global scale with these two parents, but we all live in communities that are small worlds unto themselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, when we put out there that dirty laundry or where we put out there and, and air our grievances against our co-parents, even if our pool is smaller, it still trickles down to our children through school, through the other parents, through the kids, through the back and forth of that conflict cycle. You know, he do- does her wrong. So if she says something about it, then he'll say something back. I think Gerald Piquet drove up to his last practice in a twin go because she said in the song he gave up a luxury car for a twin go. So for a twin go. Yeah, yeah. So now that's another headline and it will continue to perpetuate. But you also mentioned, the, you know, the the power of being able to reclaim your own narrative, and mm-hmm. there is a great deal of power of that. And that's why I think flipping to our second story, this I'm telling you, this flower song is just. I was on a plane yesterday, sitting there in the corner in the dark, and my husband looks over at me. I've got my headphones in, and I'm dancing around in my seat. Uh-huh. He's like, "What the hell are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh my god, this song." And there's so much good about it, especially knowing that she took his favorite song, you know, it's played off of a Bruno Mars song. If I was your man was the song that she took the lyrics and flipped them to make, you know, about being an independent woman that all of it, it is so good. And the difference is that she is not directly speaking to him at all. She's talking about me. This is me. This is I can buy myself. I can do this. That's it. She's not specifically calling him out and she doesn't have children. Like this is just going to be one of her boyfriends. You know, it's like a Taylor Swift move, like lots of boyfriends, lots of breakups, gonna, gonna talk about it. And yeah, everybody talks about their heartbreak through music, but you know, there's, 
pop star Miley Cyrus. And then there's like mega star Shakira. And it's, I just, it, it hits different when there's kids for sure. Well, I think it hits different too, but you just honed in on what I see as the seminal difference here is there is absolutely no, you did this, you did that in flowers. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. um, all about, I can hold my own hand. I can write my own name in the sand. Yeah, exactly. That's empowering. Yes. It's totally about finding yourself again. And I know that's a message that you work on with your clients, it's something that I talk about, you know, my, my whole podcast is divorce and beyond. That is the beyond that Miley Cyrus dancing her way up, you know, Laurel Canyon in that gorgeous dress. That's what I, I want people to see as a potential future and how they can feel about themselves. Absolutely. The video is so stunning. You know, when a client comes to me and, and she's all upset about something her, can you believe my ex-husband did this? He posted this on social media or he said this about me. I'm like, tell me what you've done. I want to know what you've done. He's out there being bold and brazen. What have you done to live your life now after divorce? And and that's where I think, you know, that's that's what shifts the mindset from I can't believe what he did to look what I'm going to go do. Yeah. And, and maybe it's, you know, Shakira is much closer to the recent breakup. Miley and Liam broke up a couple of years ago. They've both moved on. Hopefully that will give people some hope. Shakira is in the middle of a custody battle too. Like, I don't know that, you know, this, this type of thing. So not that I'm a pop star, but if I were in the middle, God forbid, of a custody battle with my ex-spouse and I started ranting and raving negatively about him on social media, what's that going to do to the case? Amplify it, drag it out, make things worse. The longer a case drags out, the worse for the children. So I don't know. Oh, I didn't That's... even mention like from my my attor- my lawyer perspective, uh, you know, this is the worst nightmare. This is why actually representing celebrities is often not that much fun, folks, because right. they uh, there's just an, a different agenda often, and uh, they're not just solely concerned with the 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 pending litigation. No, no, from the coaching perspective, there's. Not it's not just your average split when there are celebrities involved. It's very much like a concern about how it might appear or what are people going to say. And I'm like, that's, you know, that I can't control. Yeah. Well, and there's that we want people to say because publicity is publicity, whether it's good publicity or bad publicity. So it's kind of like when our parents said to us, you know, the toddler who has a tantrum to get attention, even if it's bad attention, all attention's good. Gets attention. It's attention. So Michelle, I know you have to go. Thank you so much for joining me to be able to talk about this. Of course. Tell people how to find you and how to find out more about your, your coaching program. And I know you have a group program as well. So I'm on michelledempsey.com or momsmovingon.com. They both go to the same place. I do, well, my company provides one-on-one coaching. I have fabulous coaches on my team. I oversee everything in case you are thinking of starting the process and want some guidance. My divorce coach training is called the Moving On Method. And we've been training, hosting trainings once a month since the fall. And it's four days and there's so much information and we focus heavily on helping clients help their children, which is what I think sets us apart from other coaching programs or training programs. And then I do have my group coaching um, opportunity, which happens every couple of months called Moving On School. And it's a crash course in mastering your divorce. 
Well, oh, I'm, and the podcast and the book, All Moms Moving On. I will link to everything as always in Thank the show you. notes, everybody, but make sure you go check it out. I'm so delighted you are doing the coaching training, Michelle, because the world needs more Michelle Moms Moving On uh, training you. coaches. So I'm absolutely delighted about it. Thank you. I'm so glad that Michelle could join me for this discussion. And I just want to close out with a few thoughts because I know there are going to be those of you who are listening that are upset that we are questioning some of the the actions of these superstars. I know that the fan base of Shakira, of Miley, of Taylor, of, of all of the wonderful, wonderful artists out there who are able to express themselves through their music, um, that there are going to be people who are upset. And, you know, we are not, that is not our intention at all. Honestly, let me just say, to the extent that these public anthems empower the people involved, I say more power to them. However, I hope that you gathered from my discussion with Michelle that this is not a simple discussion. It is a nuanced uh, discussion of both the voice that we give to our anger and our thoughts and our feelings and the end results of doing so. So when you are considering giving voice to the negative feelings of your divorce, of your breakup, of your, your betrayal, consider these two things, the difference between victimhood and empowerment. And I'm just going to read, I went to the dictionary, right? Where do you go when you want a, uh, a meaning for different words? Victimhood, the condition of having been hurt, damaged, or made to suffer, especially when you want people to feel sorry for you because of this or use it as an excuse for something. So that's the Cambridge Dictionary definition. But if you go and look, they're all pretty similar. So yes, we have all been hurt, damaged, or made to suffer. But do we want others to feel sorry for us? Victimhood is a state of being held in a place of sorrow and pity versus empowerment the definition of which is the process of gaining freedom and power to do what you want or to control what happens to you. Hugely different, right? It, it is gaining the freedom of power over having been hurt, damaged, or made to suffer. So the messaging that you put out there, if it is all someone's done me wrong, they are bad, they have hurt me, keeps you in that place of victimhood. Whereas I don't need that. I am strong on my own. I am free of that hurt. That is empowerment. So the difference I want you to ponder is not whether Shakira or Miley or Taylor Swift or anyone is right or wrong when they put out a song or they bash their ex. What I want you to consider that there is more to regaining your voice than pointing out what someone else did wrong or did to you. And there may be also other considerations other than giving voice to your anger or hurt, such as if you have children. So I want everyone to come out on the other side of their divorce, breakup, betrayal, or any hurt 
better than ever, and ready to live their best beyond. Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond.